Christian music artists sing messages about nothing. It's the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, episode 282. Hey there, Tony here, and Merry Christmas. This is the special Christmas edition 2018 of the Rhyme and Reason Podcast, and I am going to talk a little bit, but I'm going to play, usually I play, oh, a song. I'll usually play a song, or oftentimes I'll play a song in the podcast, but this time there's going to be several songs. So this uh, podcast episode is going to run a little longer than recent ones, but I hope you enjoy it. I hope it gets you in the mood if you're not already there, or by the time you're listening to this, maybe you'll still get a have enough of a little Christmas hangover to still enjoy the music. Whatever time you're listening, anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Um, and I, I have a little message to go with this too. It's, it's kind of music related. And I, I wrote about this, well, recently, and I was asking the question, where are the whole, where are the whole Jesus Christian music artists? Where are the, the, the whole Jesus? And, you know, I'll, I'll explain what I'm talking about. I just watched a part of a Hillsong praise music song when I wrote this. Um, their praise music song included, uh, it was in, included in a video news clip. And I got to tell you, I just about got a toothache from the sugar, sugar-coated message. And before I explain, I'd like to point out that the vocals were very good. They were great. And the singers looked sincere. I mean, they raised up their arms and hands, and they were swaying back and forth in time to the music and all that. So I'm not questioning or judging their hearts. But as I've noticed with so many Christian music artists, their song's message just lacked the actual manly power of God. And our Creator is the most manly man ever. So to only sing about, you know, peace, love, and joy is basically to just rob the world of the whole Jesus. And Christian music artists used to sing about God's might and his strength and his judgment. And uh, uh, I don't know, it just got watered down along the lines. Uh, It's so watered down that even the most anti-God atheist wouldn't feel uncomfortable singing along. But uh, so many praise and worship songs sound like any other love song on Top 40 Radio. And if your Christian music never makes anybody uncomfortable, you're just replacing the meat with sugar. And I'm going to come back to that in just a minute because, like I said, I have several songs to share. And I'm going to share this one. I'll be right back.
Christmas is the one day God became a man. He didn't become anything else. He became a man and dwelt among us. And he is, like I said, the most manly man who ever lived or ever will live. But, um, you know, today's music, today's Christian music, what calls itself Christian music, a a whole lot of it, like I said, it just is sugar-coated. They basically just leave out the I want to do it all night lyrics and replace them with something less secular. But many of them are so secularized, really they could be sung by Justin Bieber or Ariana Grande or just fill in the blank with the celebrity singer du jour and, and it would be just the same. It wouldn't be, I mean, the same lyrics in the same song. It wouldn't, uh, 
it wouldn't offend anybody. And it's not the point. It's not, you know, as a Christian music artist, you're not supposed to try to offend people. It's just that when you share the actual whole Jesus, it does offend people. And a friend of mine recently posted on social media how wimpy praise music has replaced the onward Christian soldiers, Christian music of the past. And I've seen her ask, uh, where are the real Christian men? Well, I'd like to think that I'm one. And I shared uh, this music before, but I'd like to share this song with you. It's a Christmas song, and I'll be right back. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap? Is the whom angels greet with anthem sweet while shepherds watch our keeping? This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds God and angels see. getting back to a little bit more traditional, right? You've heard What Child Is This before. That's one of my favorites uh, in the minor chords, but they did it so beautifully that it's very uplifting, and it does talk about Jesus as a child, but they're saying, what child is this? You know, this isn't an ordinary child. This is God becoming man, and he had to, he didn't have to, but he chose to be the baby born 
to become a man. So, oh, pretty special. Well, um, my friend that I was talking about before who was asking where are the real Christian men, I know that she knows they're out there, but she and I both know their numbers have sadly dwindled in the past two or three decades. And Christian music artists on the radio and in churches seem to prefer to sing only the what I call the safe messages, the messages about peace, love, and joy, and beauty. And while Jesus is the source of all those, there is so much more to him. And this is a song about that, addresses that, and I'll be right back. I believe in the God who 
I'd like to finish up this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast with one more traditional Christmas song, and this is the most beautiful Christmas song ever written. Now, I'm not trying to say my version of it, but the song itself is the most uh, beautiful Christmas song ever written. And you can disagree with me if you'd like, if you're comfortable with being wrong, but this one is it. Thank you so much for being there. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And remember, life has rhyme and reason because God made you. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin.
when Christ was born.